Welcome to Wake the Bear Radio with your host, Brandon Johnson, Chris Hurst, and Ron Powers. Yeah, another night. Another night. Another, so, to you, work at waking up the bear. Uh, the bear okay. is California, and she is awakening. That's right. We just uh, finished Elephant in the Room, and we are now Wake the Bear. <laughs> 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 Little joke on our uh, sound guy there. Hey, anyway. This is going to be a powerful week. I am just looking forward to it. There are so many things. This week is it's been actually Ooh, crazy to it's, me. It's a crazy week. It's also a special week. It is very. It's Holy Week. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we're going to be talking about the greatest betrayal of humanity that turned out to be the greatest win for all humanity. Yeah, and that's the theme of this of tonight's show is actually infiltration and betrayal. And so we're going to go with a pattern here because we mm-hmm. all feel like we're feeling that. Yeah. But let's go back to the most important betrayal and uh, how did that end? Well, I mean, you know, obviously Holy Week, um, we, have, we just celebrated the triumphal entry, which was the, the sacrifice was brought into, the prom, or into Jerusalem. We were celebrating that moment where Jesus was brought in um, and they were hailing him as the chosen one. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That's Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday. They brought him in, cheered him. The people cheered him on. It was the selected sacrifice, but they didn't fully understand it. It was God's sacrifice for all humanity, which was following the 10th day of Nisan, which is the first month of the Jewish calendar. On that 10th day, that was the day that the, the it was selected. You choose your lamb. You choose your lamb. And he was lifted up on a donkey and he came in they cheered and then he lives in the father's house for four days was that how you bring the lamb into the house for four days and on the fourth day it's sacrificed for the sins of the people yeah now why do you bring him in for four days Uh, why do you hang on to him well i think it's so we feel it we feel it what it means to be to have our sins be taken by something something that we love someone that we love is taking our sin for us Mm. So we feel it. So you don't just buy him like an hour before the sacrifice. Like, I'll take that one over there. It's you. Well, no, and the interesting thing about it is that, that when he came in on Palm Sunday, he came into his father's house. So he came into Jerusalem, mm-hmm. and what did he say? He turned over the tables and said, this is my father's house, which should be a house of prayer, and you've made it a den of thieves. He turned over the tables. He cursed the fig tree, and it shriveled. He taught in the, in, in the synagogue, I mean, in the, in the temple for four days, just like they would bring in the lamb to their home for four days. So he was in his father's house for four days. And then the people who, who cheered him on then crucified him. Now, your timeline, uh, you know, we've been talking a little bit offline on this. Uh, we happen to be on the same timeline, but it's not what most people celebrate. You know, they celebrate the Good Friday, Sunday morning scenario and yeah. and I, I did for many years uh so I, yeah and i still do celebrate it yeah because it's the church calendar however and and this is not this is not an essential but i think it's powerful is that the 10th day of nissan is the sunday before then the 14th day is wednesday so therefore there is no monday thursday good friday because that's jesus said that i will be three days and three nights in the belly of the earth just like jonah was in the belly of the whale so if you don't have it on Wednesday, he's not actually in the tomb for three days and three nights, which would contradict his actual words. Now, some scholars yeah. will say, oh, he's half a day here, half a day there, full day here. And then it kind of, because Jewish calendar, Jewish days are different than, and well, it's not, no, it does, that's actually. Still don't go to 72 it hours. It doesn't work. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so we're, we're questioning, so get this here, we, as a bunch of Christians here, we're questioning even the traditions of men that violate the authority of scripture which is our tradition as Protestants. I mean, Martin Luther nailed the 95 Thesis to the door, and he said, these 95 things need to change with the church, the Catholic church. And, of course, they didn't change them. They kicked them out. There's one that didn't get, that didn't get changed, and that would be the exact time of Jesus' crucifixion. So, yeah, right. this, It's actually an interesting year because there's a convergence of all three of the major religious holidays. Uh, Ramadan's going on right now, Passover, and Resurrection Day. I don't even want to call it Easter. Yeah, Resurrection Day. <laughs> Resurrection Day. Yeah. They, they all converge, and this is the first time in a long time that the three religious holidays have converged. So it's, it just feels significant to me. 
Absolutely. You know, for me, it, it, you know, when I had realized that it was a Wednesday night cut off in the midst of the week mm -hmm. and a late Saturday night, which is the beginning of our Sunday, uh, according to a Jewish way, it, it became... Uh, alive to me because you know I saw things that contradicted right you know one of the things they said is uh, the women they they waited till after the Passover to buy the spices but then they prepared the spices before the Passover, Passover. And it's like well how, that's a contradiction there was two Passovers no two Sabbaths excuse me two yeah. Sabbaths one Passover two Sabbaths right yes. two preparation days yeah John says it's a high day Sabbath which high meant a Sabbath. year to, a yearly Sabbath that was Passover and mm -hmm. then you have your weekly Sabbath so they waited till after the Passover the yearly Sabbath to buy the spices, but when they were done preparing the spices, then they rested on the weekly Sabbath. Right. You know, that's just one of uh, several things. So but we're, anyway, so we're getting caught up probably in the details of that. Yeah. Some of you may not, some of you may love this stuff, and some of you may not. But 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 there is a theme here. What happened to Jesus on the night where he was arrested is that he was betrayed by his friends, by his friend. Mm. He was betrayed with a kiss. He literally said, you betray the Son of Man with a kiss. And that was the sign that Judas had. He said, well, the one I kiss is the Messiah because it's the middle of the night. You can't see people at night. You know, if there's not a moon, you can barely see people. And he says, I'll kiss the one who's Jesus, and then you guys arrest him. So he was betrayed with a kiss. This is the theme for tonight. Tonight is about infiltration and betrayal because what is happening on the earth right now is a betrayal of California... It's a betrayal of the people of California. It's a betrayal of the nation of the United States. And it's a betrayal of all humanity. And we are seeing that go on right now. And we're feeling it. I mean, I tell you what, I feel it this week. When I looked at the, the, the people in the towers in, by the CCP, 25 million people starving to death right now in China with a lockdown in this third week. And people are saying, we're starving. And they're screaming out the windows, we're starving. Yeah. I, I feel it. Yeah, what, I think what uh, Brandon's talking about is Tucker Carlson did a uh, expose on uh, Shanghai, and uh, China's back in super lockdown mode, making the the Wuhan days where we we saw the first uh, what horrified me. Um, that seems minor to what they're doing now. They have what it's twenty four million people mm -hmm. in Shanghai, one of the largest cities in the world. Yeah, and it's one of the most affluent cities in China, uh, and they are being locked down. Uh, the the CCP has instituted hell on earth, as yeah. far as I can see. The streets are empty. I've been there about 25 times. I've gone oh to China goodness. about 25, uh, but I've been to Shanghai at least 20, almost 20 times. Beautiful city. I mean, it's amazing. But, I mean, the, this, the horror stories I'm hearing, you know, from the Tucker, Car uh, Tucker Carlson At, coverage. And we'll put that link in the yeah, show notes. The show but notes. basically, and it was on YouTube, but taken down. And then now it's on BitChute and probably on Rumble as well. So you have to kind of find it because it's actually so shocking. They're, like, bagging people's cats and putting them on the street to kill them. They're killing people's animals. Yeah. They're, they're locking their doors and keeping them indoors, and they're starving them to death. And, and this is the... Communist Party of China, and just to let you know, this is not out of character for communist regimes. They starve their people to death because one, their their economies fail, and two, they they don't care about their people. Their life is not precious to them because they're not founded on the Word of God and the ideal that all men are created in the image and likeness of God and created equal. They they came up. They have this term COVID zero. Do either of you know what that means? I think they want zero cases, and That's so it doesn't take much to trigger. It's not like a massive uh, wave of sick people. Uh, in order to lock down the city, if there is one case. They're going to lock down the city. And literally, there's a CNN reporter that uh, Tucker Carlson was uh, referring to that was stuck there. And he stated that police were padlocking people into their homes. And you could uh, hear the moaning and the crying. And there's a drone uh, that oh, basically gosh, was yeah. uh, being flown around the city. And it said, control your soul's desire for freedom. Oh I mean, gosh. it was such a, an indoctrination. Control so. your soul's desire for freedom. Yeah. That is, that is, isn't that what every, isn't that the system of the beast telling every, hey, Californians, hey, Americans, control your soul's desire for freedom. This is, a, this is needed. This is for your own good. This is for your own good. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's bad news. So let, what else has happened this week? Okay, there's well there's so many there's things. okay there's bad there's bad news and there's good news, and I, I want to make sure that we we keep Let's a jump hold. back and forth. Jump so back no and forth. So we, we, we can uh, talk. Yeah, no one. <laughs> and and it, just let you know, it's eight sixteen here at KSEO Radio. We're gonna take calls at uh, four seven nine ten eighty. So call in at eight thirty five. KSEO Radio 1080 is AM on the dial, and it's 479-1080. Call in at uh, probably 35 is when we'll start taking calls. So let's, okay, so what are the wins? What are the losses, Chris? Well, I'll name some wins. Um, one of my favorite in the California legislation is Kevin Kiley, and he's introducing two bills. One is AB 2902, and if you uh, write or call your your congressperson, uh, we tend to do it when we're upset, but but tell them that you want Kevin Kiley's um, bill to go through. He wants to limit a state of emergency to 30 days in California. He also has an ACA, uh, which isn't a bill. It's a form of a bill. It's ACA 13, and it protects sheriffs who've refused to fire their officers for medical decisions. So it really is a, a win. Um, and God bless Kevin Kiley because yeah. he sometimes mm-hmm. must feel Lord. like he's he's a lone ranger yeah. out there and out there on the prairie, and it's a wild, wild west. <laughs> yeah, thank you for Kevin Kiley. Kevin Kiley, we thank you publicly. Um, you, you are you are taking up the job of protecting us. Uh, not, no, you're taking up the job of protecting the Constitution. We put people in a position to protect our rights, not to, not to protect every other thing, or to make us keep us safe. Your job is not to keep us safe. Your job is to protect our rights. That's the job of our government. So God bless you, Kevin. Yeah, God bless you, man. Okay, any others? Any? Uh... I would say a win would be um, Sean Foyt rallied a couple hundred parents, like looks like about six hundred parents, to go to Disney and and in Burbank and rallied a a rally saying, "Hey, stop the the." indoctrination of our children, which it, it's became to be known that Disney's upper ups are actually pedophiles and they are they're wanting to continue to indoctrinate children with tr- transgenderism. I mean, little kids, we're talking four, five, six, they want to get them when they're young so they can in- brainwash them to say this is an acceptable lifestyle because they know if you let the kids just say what they think, they're going to go, that doesn't seem right. Yeah. They're going to be there tomorrow, too. Well, there's uh, a so certain percentage the Disney Corporation wanted to have in their uh, in their movies, in their shows, that uh, would portray their key characters as transgender, gay, or lesbian. And it was high above the uh, the average, the, what the, the normal population is. But they felt like uh, that was an important piece of the narrative. I know that the uh, CEO of Disney... Uh, has a transgender and a bisexual, I, I believe, uh, child, uh, even though they are still minors. You know, I, I'm really out. Th- I'm, I'm happy for all the moms who, when their their girls went through their period of a, a period of time where they were tomboys, that they didn't put them on puberty blockers. Oh my gosh! Yeah, because how many girls go through tomboy stages? Well, that was me. I was climbing the trees, and uh, yeah. I was trying to outrun the guys. And right. uh, so, if somebody had identified that is not a normal behavior for a girl, yeah. uh, I would have been mortified. But <laughs> I was championed in my athleticism and uh, told to yay, go run fast, run as fast as you so can. Cheer on the tomboys. Yes, right. and don't put them on puberty blockers. <laughs> okay, anything else? Let's- well, I would say that the win that goes along with Disney, Sean Foyt rallying these guys, um, 350,000 people dropped Disney Plus in five days. That is good. That it, is good. I saw that. Hurts. I was, like, really encouraged that yeah. there are people reacting. And you know what? I, I would just say out to our audience, you know, there's always something we can do. Yeah. I mean, it could be something like that. It could be forwarding something or listening to something, but do something each day. Before you go to bed, go, what did I do today to help wake up my my uh, fellow community uh, members, you know? And to proclaim freedom and to encourage people and to protect the Constitution. What, I think if you look at it all, it's, it's so much that it can be overwhelming. We just want to encourage you. Listen, you can't do everything, but you can do something. So do something. Yeah, and I want to talk about the California uh, Sacramento lobbying day that's coming up on uh, April 
19th. It's Tuesday, April 19th at 9 a.m. And they're going to be meeting at the state capitol um, at the Hyatt Hotel and at the capitol itself in Sacramento. And this is an opportunity to fight against some of the worst bills that are being sent through in California history. They're particularly targeting AB 2223, which is the infanticide bill. And I know its author, Buffy Wicks, it's saying, oh, it's not an infant infanticide bill but if you read it um, it clearly allows for the the slippery slope of legalization or not being prosecuted um, if you you're found um, with the demise of a um, a child that's your fault it's decriminalizing infanticide I mean, that's what it is doing. It's saying you kill your baby and your daughter doctor helps you kill your baby after it's born. It's okay. You won't be prosecuted. That is pure evil. Now, so, you know, we got some wins here, but this is, would be considered a loss because it's kind of this passed, right? And well, it, it passed it progressed. the... Yes, it, it's progressing it right now. Where it is, is it, it went through the Judiciary Committee with which um, Mark Stone, our assembly person here in in santa cruz is the chair and he championed it right on through that committee um it had the majority vote right now i believe it's with the health committee and it needs to get through there by um by april 18th or it will die in committee and then it goes before the house vote and it'll need to be brought up before the house on may may 27th so keep your eye on the calendar continue to call in yes continue but but what we were talking about was the this lobbying day and anybody's invited to go up on tuesday the 19th of april at nine o'clock and be part of this lobbying uh you can you can google it karen england it's kengland at capitalresource.org has information how you can learn to be a lobbyist. You don't need any experience. You just you just uh, go up and you are part of uh, the people of California who are lobbying their representatives for what they want to be represented for. Yes, and that's their job is to represent us. It's a representational government. We, we democratically elect representational government for them to represent what we want. And I'm telling you right now, I don't want them to betray humanity by making it okay to kill babies absolutely that, and that, that's the last part of a culture that's fully decayed the romans and the greeks infanticide was the latter parts of the, the destruction and the demise of those cultures that's where we're at folks we need to wake up the devaluing of human life yep. you know and then once you, you're down that slope it's no coming back it's like destruction yeah. uh, so hopefully we don't get that far i've got just one one short piece of of um of positive <laughs> news it's and it, i mean you got to get a little bit of levity about this it's um governor greg abbott governor of of uh Texas, he's trying to board, he's trying to guard his border. You know, he's building the wall. He's got the National Guard there on the border, and uh, basically, he has set up a system that any of the illegals they're going to reroute to Washington D.C. on charter buses. Yeah, and so they have a yeah. system to collect people who are uh, crossing the border in his state, and uh, he wants to to help local officials whose communities are being overwhelmed by of illegal immigrants and so this is his solution is charter buses to washington dc wow. i was hoping uh, martha's vineyard but i guess that <laughs> one because yeah. uh dc is already an s-hole already yeah. you know, oh so. my gosh mm-hmm. but well, uh, it'll make it even worse well i mean so this is you know obviously this is a win so we're, lo- we're talking wins and losses and the tonight's theme of course going back to is infiltration and betrayal people have infiltrated our government who are not there representing us. They are not representing the will of the American people or the California people. They're representing the will of Big Pharma, uh, their lobbyists, the, the people that they are in bed with. They are, they are betraying humanity. They're betraying the people that, we put, that put them there. And so going back to you know, the betrayal of Jesus, uh, what, what was the phrase uh, that he used? You know, with a kiss, you betray me. And then also you look at uh, Shakespeare. What was the one in Shakespeare? Uh, Caesar. 
A two Brutus. A two Brutus. I think he was stabbed, like 33 senators stabbed him. Yes, yes. He was betrayed by his best friend, and that was his way of saying, there's no one that I can trust, not even my best friend. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's how many of the American people feel right now. They're wondering who is left in Washington, who is left in the state legislation that is standing up for them. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. there's uh, there's a couple other ones that are betrayal here. I mean, you've got uh, the Supreme Court nomination. That is a major betrayal. I mean, uh, this is a lady who couldn't define what a woman is, and yet people that we thought were friends, quote, you know, Republicans, I guess. I'm not saying they're all good, but no. um, it's just like, what? You're, they, you're they, actually they, they betrayed us. They Three yeah. Republic, three who should be conservative. Was, wasn't it four? Four, yeah, four yeah, of four. them. Jump ship and voted for this nomination. Yeah. Why? Yeah, Katanji Jackson, she has been um, confirmed as a, a, a future SCOTUS. But I'll tell you, there's still some, uh, they're, they're going to do some review. They're calling for some review, uh, but, but it is a betrayal. Uh, she'll be uh, supposedly replacing Justice Stephen Breyer, who hasn't yet stepped down. And uh, the primary criteria, she, she's a smart lady. Uh, she has good education, but unfortunately, uh, she was targeted because of her ethnicity and her gender. And I just think that that shuts some, some choices down, uh, that, that it's, it's reverse discrimination. Mm. Um, it should be a meritocracy. Meritocracy is the best person gets the job, not the right ethnicity and gender that is a, a betrayal of the principles of martin luther king jr uh, yeah i was just gonna say martin luther king you know that we be judged him. not by the color of our skin mm-hmm. and the, she's being judged right. by the color, color of her skin, skin not and con- not by the content of her character. character right and if you can't you can't define what a woman well not in this context i can't define what a woman is what you're going to be defining the laws of the land you can't define a woman yeah, you're in trouble. That's then. that's evil. That and, and what's the other thing that she's known for right now? Oh, it's pedophiles. Hundred percent. Like there's like eight major trials that she voted hundred percent to le- give leniency, grant leniency to people who have child pornography on on their computers or yeah. pro- pro- proliferating child pornography. So, I mean, w- since that's a big deal right now, going on with Ukraine, going on with government officials who have been implicated going on with the Ghislaine Maxwell case yeah big so guess who wants a judge that will go lenient on pedophiles them them (laughs) if it goes to the Supreme Court our own government officials who have been caught up in the Ghislaine Maxwell that's why they were saying we want her she'll be able to get us off yeah that's evil yeah, there's less about supporting the Constitution than there was about pro-abortion, and she is supportive of the National Abortion Rights Action League. She's soft towards violent crime, child rapists, and repeated child pornography criminals. Uh, wow. So, so speaking the- of child pornography, uh, you know, we got our, our favorite person in the news, right? Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. Uh, mm-hmm. He's come back because he was in the news for a while, and then I went, shh, real quiet, crickets. <laughs> and then a guy named Jack Maxey comes along. And says, you know what? I have had it. I have given this laptop to a number of senators. He's given it to even Chuck Grassley, you know, um, a Republican senator, a head of the uh, commission there. And then you've got uh, FBI, CIA, uh, intelligence. I mean, he has given it just about everybody that is anybody in Washington, and nobody is doing anything. So he's like, forget it. I'm just going to do it myself. So he goes to he goes to uh, Switzerland. So he goes into hiding. Goes into hiding, because he yeah. knows he's going to be exposing the deep state with oh, yeah. this laptop, and then he gives it to a bunch of people while he's in hiding, so that he doesn't kill, get killed, basically, right? Because I mean, yeah. the long list of people that signed the bill, the uh, CIA, the next page. It, was, it was the next one. Mm-hmm. Who's the long list? Uh, the long list is who who signed the oh. letter that said it was a phony laptop. <laughs> All former CIA. Yes, these are the former. Uh, so, Intelligence. so so let's just review a little bit. Um, why is the Hunter laptop important to us as Americans? Yeah, what do we care about? What's on the guy's laptop? Well, it's not just the child porn and all that illegal activity. It's national security. He's got um, Department of Defense uh, security keys on there, and he doesn't even work for them. So it's like, how did he get those 
those keys. And so that's a really, and it was just till what, two weeks ago that they actually revoked his uh, access. I mean, they, they've had a year knowing this. And yeah. this is where I believe God is in control. It was like a gift that this laptop was found. I mean, he left it, right? It's almost like he was crying out for help. I'm, I'm in it, deep. It, it and, could be. And, uh, why don't you, what, you tell us, Chris. What is, yeah. what, what, what's, who has seen the laptop? What, what's the deal here? Well, it seems that uh, Hunter's laptop is, uh, it really does show some evidence of worldwide operation by the Biden family to cash in on Joe Biden's position. First, you know, he, he got, his family benefited when he was a senator. Uh, and by world leaders, he's done a lot of world um, uh, going around the world and getting people to want to benefit and pay for play uh, from his position so that he can find out what it is that they need and he can vote in favor of that. As a vice president, we know that's when uh, the Burisma uh, situation in Ukraine happened and now as president. A Senate report has actually come out and stated that Hunter was involved with millions and millions of dollars worth of questionable transactions with the Chinese nationals. And not just they're not just businessmen, they are CCP, CCP. Well, that's uh, operatives. That's key. Um, if you are a businessman in China, you are directly connected to the CCP. It's not, it's not like it is here where you can just be a businessman. You actually are an asset to the CCP. And unfortunately, many of our businessmen and many of our leaders and people in Hollywood are assets to the CIA. So there is a, some comparison, but it's not, it's not as much. It, it, you, if you are a businessman and you are acting uh, on China's, uh, China's interest, you're actually a, an asset to the CCP. Yeah, and so, so sometime, somehow this laptop got, got um, it, it went, was injured or destroyed or water, had a water problem. And he, so he took it in to John Mac Isaac in Delaware into a computer sh shop. And, uh, and John was able to fix it. And John saw some things he was very concerned about. He was a patriot. And so he made a copy and he gave that copy. Uh, he gave a copy to the FBI um, and called uh, Hunter to come get his laptop and Hunter never came back to get it. Yeah. So basically the information that's on there that is clearly evidence of, of it's an evidence of crimes, okay? It's never been filed as evidence, uh, according to Jack Maxey, right? Um, it's an obvious national security information. There's evidence of human trafficking, prostitution, drug abuse, child abuse, and nobody has done anything with it. It's clearly abuse. It's clearly criminal behavior. And none of the people who are in, whose job it is to prosecute crimes have said anything about it. In fact, a lot of them have signed letters saying it's, not, it's just Russian misinformation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and these are the people that you would think we should be trusting, and they have betrayed us. Betrayed us. Yeah, the timing on it, too, is it was, uh, it, it was found before the election. And so... Uh, it would have been significant had it been made known to the public. Uh, but as soon as it came out, and it was, um, the story came out, it was broken by the Washington, not the Washington Post, the New York Post, not the New York Times, the New York Post, okay. which is more conservative. They broke the story and immediately uh, Washington came out with a letter from 51 ex-spies, and some of them actually were currently working in um, intelligence positions uh, to say, uh, even though they had not examined the laptop, this just doesn't feel right. We think it's Russian, Russian dis disinformation. Yeah. And uh, these were enough to sway um, the public to, to go, well, maybe this just sounds a little sensational. And uh, many of them were uh, national intelligence officers, uh, former CIA directors. And of course, we have Leon Panetta from our area, who was a former CIA director and right. defense secretary, secretary of defense, uh, like the highest, um, the highest defense um, position in our nation. Wow. And his signature was on it, as well as John Brennan. John and Brennan, former CIA director. Listen, all these former CIA director, now an analyst for NBC and MSNBC. You've got J J Jim Clapper, former director of national intelligence, now a CNN pundit. pundit. Uh, 
Mike Hayden, former CIA director, now an analyst for CNN. I mean, this is this is wicked. People that were part of the secret society called the CIA, who are now who are basically giving their name that this is all mis misinformation. No, so here's the question: Why would they do that? Why would they put their name to it, saying it's misinformation? Well, especially because these positions should be nonpartisan, right. and uh, it's it's obvious that they're more left-leaning in such a way that they're able to control the narrative of what's coming out. The bad news from Biden's laptop was coming out, and it it really was an attempt to control voters. Yeah, even a uh, Judas kiss from Fox News—they wouldn't take it three weeks before. Mm -hmm. There's like, no, this is too hot, and you know. So they had the New York Times. They had Fox News. They had even uh, the Daily Mail. Yeah, they wouldn't take it at first. So, um, so could it be that the reason that they didn't want to take it and they wanted to discredit it is one that they hated Trump so much because he was exposing more and more of the deep state that they just, at all costs, had to change the laws, had to hide it. Okay, so this, this is going back to Holy Week. What happened on Holy Week when Jesus was betrayed? They did a, a trial in the middle of the night which is illegal by Roman and Jewish law. They rushed it to trial. They crucified the person on the same day, which you're not, you're supposed to have a, a, like a cooling off period. And they took an innocent man and rushed it through to get him to be put to death. Okay, so you, they violated their own laws. They violated humanity. And they killed a man who was innocent, and the Romans didn't even really want to kill him. They just said, you know, and then they, then they, get, they took a guy who was guilty of killing people, and they let him go free. So it's the complete disorder and misorder of justice, mm -hmm. which can become, that can be, feel very dark. I mean, when you look at that, and that's happening in our government, it can make it seem really dark. But here's the thing with the, with, with the gospel story, is that Satan believed by killing Jesus, he won his greatest triumph. <laughs> but reality, he got his greatest defeat in that. And that is so God. I mean, if you look at just throughout the scriptures, I mean, you had Daniel's in the, Daniel in the lion's den. I mean, it got as bad as him getting thrown in because he, he made a stand for God. Right. And Meshach, Radshach, and Abednego, right? Those guys, he's, you know, Nebuchadnezzar said, hey, I want you, when you hear the harp and the, the trumpet playing, I want you to bow down to this great, big, huge uh, idol. And they wouldn't. And everyone else was bowed. And they, they were warned. And next thing you know, they're thrown into a furnace. God actually let the heat get so hot that they were actually thrown in the furnace, not like I'll save you a week before. And so it was hot. Well, and the furnace was so hot. Them. The furnace was so hot that the people that threw them in the furnace got killed. Yeah. And they didn't get killed. And here's the key. This is what good men and good women do. They said, we're not going to bow the knee to you, Nebuchadnezzar. And our God is able to save us, but if not, we still will not bow. This is the type of men and women that made America what it is. We will give our lives for the sake of truth and righteousness and for the sake of God and country. And we will not bow to Hitler. We will not bow. We will stand up. This is what this country needs. This is what this state needs is men and women who say, you know what? I'm going to do what's right even if it hurts me because God is able to save me. But even if he doesn't, I'm still going to do what's right. Amen. That's right. Yeah. We need more like that. And that's and what Jack Maxey has been yeah. saying. He's just like, you know, I, I mean, he, he's being followed by black sedans and, you know, he's, he has friends warning him, calling on the hour, are you still alive? You know, and he says, I don't care anymore. This is, you know, the truth has to come out. Well, and part of this, this betrayal is the truth is that the Biden family aggressively leveraged the Biden family name, Joe Biden, to make millions of dollars from foreign entities, even though some were from communist-controlled countries mm -hmm. like China. And the evidence is overwhelming that much of the money given to Hunter was passed on to the Biden family, including Joe Biden. He was part of the money trail. He was part of the information. And we started with um, the Tucker Carlson's story about the lockdown in, in Shanghai. Well, uh, the problem is that same communist China party that is doing to their people in Shanghai is uh, possibly in bed and in partnership 
with our president. Well, and the thing is, is that our president, when we had a call, we had to take in a second. Our president actually said, well, China's handled that really well. Maybe we should become more like China. <laughs> He's literally said that from the podium. Yeah. We should consider becoming, they're more efficient than we are. So literally, he's saying we should become like China, who are starving 25 million people in the buildings right now. What happened to when Schindler's List came out and everybody was saying in the Nazi Holocaust of the Jews, never again. And yet, right now, as we stand here and talk, mm. our government yeah. is doing it again or allowing it again. Yeah. These kind of persecutions that took place in Nazi Holocaust and to the Jews is happening to the people in China. It's happening around the world. They are violating the Nuremberg Code right now. Yeah, and at very least, we should call for an investigation. We're not saying what is true, what is false. Uh, we want to see an investigation, and we want to find out uh, what is actually happening at the highest level in our country. Yeah, let's take okay, a call. Okay, we got a call. The caller is David. David, you're on the air. With, Welcome, with David. Hi, you guys are anti-Semites, and I'll tell you why. Go for it. Go um, for and it. I find it ironic. I find it ironic because you talk so much about anti-Semitism and, and Nazism, and you make facile comparisons to the Holocaust, as if such comparisons can hold up to the light of day. But I'm going to tell you, when you talk about the hegemonic, the theoretically hegemonic Rothschild Bank, when you talk about George Soros as a force for evil. These things reveal you to be the obvious anti-Semites that you are. Mm. And as anti-Semites and purported Christians, you ought to realize that Jesus was a Jew. Amen. He was a rabbi. The Last Amen. Supper was a Passover Seder. Yes. And he, he did not reject the ways of Judaism, and he would not accept your facile comparisons of, I mean, you're, you're actually comparing the trials and tribulations of Donald Trump to the trials and tribulations of Jesus? That's outrageous. That's ridiculous. No, that's, now, not, that that's, not, the that that's not the comparison we were making, I think, David. I think we were saying that the American people have been betrayed, not Donald Trump. I, I don't think Donald Trump's name was mentioned until not David once. brought it up. You brought it up, buddy. Yeah, and, and to talk about you know George Soros and stuff like that, and anti-Semite. You know, Semite is a Shemite, right? It's, so it's, it's, Sham, it's Sham, yeah, and so that's where that actually comes from. If you do some research of, of the background of the Soros and stuff, you know, a Kazarian and stuff has nothing to do. If you look at the 1984 uh, Jewish Almanac, it says that the people of Israel are completely different than today's modern-day Jews. They don't have an ounce of uh, um, Abraham's blood in them. And so that's from a Jewish almanac, 1984. Look it up, okay? So when I when I make some comparisons, it doesn't mean I'm anti-Jewish or anti-Semitic. That's a false statement. Well, that's I'm taking it from that. I'm taking it from that. If I ask the, the average... Well, you can take anything from one source and paint it as a fact, just like you take that stuff from... From from the filmmaker last last week, you were talking about a filmmaker as if he was a legitimate news source. Oliver Stone makes movies. He's not a legitimate media source, yet you're relying upon him as having such credibility that you based your entire program on his work. Well, actually, well, actually, I'd like to get back to the, Can we get back to the anti-Semite? Because, <laughs> David, <laughs> bless you, bro. I am not anti-Semitic. I believe you absolutely are. Okay, well, you you didn't prove your case one iota, bro. <laughs> so I don't know how you can say I'm anti-Semitic. Well, you know, last week's well, guest you believe you believe do you believe that there's a hegemonic Rothschild banking system that controls the world's finances? What does that have to do with anti being anti-Semitic? That's an anti-Semitic belief. That's putting blame on the Jews for something that's not the I'm Jews. I'm not blaming fault. the Jews, dude. I'm blaming the Jews. If, the Jews are victims most if, of the time. I, I'm yeah. a, I'm upset with the the CIA, who are Americans, who have done evil on behalf of America. I'm I'm calling it like I see it. If you do evil, I'm going to call you out on it. Whether no matter what background you come from. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so uh, how is the Rothschild? How is the Rothschild family in and of itself more evil than any other? than any other banking family. Uh, why don't you read the, the history of the Rothschilds, how they came to uh, power, how they actually bought out England and overtook them through deception of the, the Battle of Waterloo. You know, they owned the, the mail there system. There are lots of things I can, there are lots of things I can read there necessarily through the protocols of the elders of Zion. That's something I can read, but that's not true. That's you don't know fiction. if that's not true, made up uh, for, for sure. You don't know. That's in the British the Museum. Of, uh, it's in the British Museum. It has some, some possible credibility. 
So you can't say 100% that you're correct on that, but it is worth looking at, and it's worth looking at history, saying, wow, all these protocols that were well over 100 years ago, like own the press, own the media, and, and all these things, they seem to be coming quite true, like right on clockwork. So whether it's false or not, the, the, the claims of the learned elders of Zion actually are coming true, just like clockwork. And David, I think we're going down too many rabbit holes. Uh, I don't want to spend the rest yeah, of the yeah, night. Yeah, we're not here to just argue with you. Oh, last week's guest, so I do want to close Oh, he talked to Lapatonic, yeah. Yeah, Lapatonic. Yeah, you mentioned that. Now, he that. was the one that actually made the movie himself, and he was the one, and then Oliver Stone came along and said, hey, you got way too much information. Let me step in and help, and let me, and, and so they redid a lot of it. So it wasn't, it wasn't Oliver Stone's brainchild, actually. It was our guest's brainchild. Igor, He's the one, Igor, uh, Igor is the one who actually who came a, up with who was a rocket, who was, who was a rocket scientist. Where's, where's his expertise as a historian, as a political analyst, if he's a rocket scientist. Well, he's lived in Ukraine really, really and really Russia. He's he's more of an expert than you are. So he's like, and more than me. I, I mean, I didn't me. know much about Ukraine, and and he's not the only one I've listened to either. I mean, I've listened to a number of journalists, inside and outside. I mean, they've got French journalists right now, um, and then Laura Logan. I mean, there's there's yeah. plenty of uh, so it's good to listen to both sides yeah. and then start to to weigh it out. And that's that's kind of yeah. what we're trying to do. I'm not saying I understand that whole conflict 100 percent but well, i appreciate I your call too, yeah thank you for calling me, too but can i ask one can i ask one thing can i ask one thing really quickly before you cut me off <laughs> sure. so you, were talking, you were talking about you were talking about you were talking about how the nationalists the ukrainian nationalists were nazis they're white they're christian and they're apparently according to you they're nazis you're white and you're nationalists how are you different how is your brand of nationalism less corrosive? No, we're okay. not talking about the, the the public. We're talking about the Azov battalion who comes from the Nazi background, and it's a military uh, regime there. So uh, it it You're certainly isn't the normal. You're talking about the evils of nationalism. No, 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 not, not that, not that even, you, you are like taking something out of context and telling us what we've said, which is, and you're not even restating it clearly, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like saying uh, conservative or if you're right wing, you must be like Evil. Adolf Hitler, yeah. you know, a Nazi because Nazis are right wing. Right. You can't make, you cannot make those correlations. There's, like you said last Overly week, different elements of gray simplistic. and you can Overly go too simplistic. far. You're being overly simplistic. Well, I think, too, if you disagree with someone who's Jewish or you, you find fault with them, that doesn't make you an anti-Semitic. Or if you disagree with someone who's Christian, which I do. Disagree with lots of people who say they're Christians because they don't really follow Christ. And I disagree with them. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Just because you go to church doesn't make you a Christian. Just like if you're in a garage, you're in Probably not a car. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. McDonald's, you're not a burger. Or Keith Green used to say, yeah, McDonald's and <laughs> a hamburger. All right, hey, David, thanks for the call. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Uh, it's good to have a little lively debate. It's, absolutely, yes, absolutely. And, and that, uh, our phone lines are open, so 479-1080, 479-1080. Please call. We've got another 10 minutes. So where are we going with this? Well, you know, another thing that I thought was this week was the, that came out, um, probably actually last week, um, that was a betrayal of the American people is I am for black lives, and they absolutely do matter. But I'm not for the leaders of Black Lives Matter taking money that was donated to help the plight of people in our country and buying a $6 million mansion with it. Mm -hmm. That and, and then they apologized, not for buying the mansion, but for getting caught that they bought the mansion. We, we're, we are apologizing for the narrative that can really be damaging so we're, they weren't actually apologizing for the misuse of funds that people gave to help Black Lives, Ma you know, Black Lives Matter. They were apologizing that they got caught buying a six million dollar mansion with it. <laughs> yeah, and true colors come out. That's right? a betrayal of the American people. It's a betrayal of goodwill because I know people that gave to Black Lives Matter and that went to uh, basically yeah. to put people. See, this is the problem. This is the betrayal of the American people. Now, this is not and this is not a Donald Trump thing. But when Donald Trump did get nominate or when he did get elected and he stood in the capitol building and all the people behind him he stood out there and he you know he gave his inauguration and he said these people behind me have been sending your children to war and have been enriching themselves on the backs of the deaths of your own children and they've been enriching themselves and you have paid the cost and it stops with me that 
I can get behind because that's what the Ukraine laptop, the laptop from hell is telling us is proven that, that the, 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 the people who've been in like Biden has been in office for 46 years and he yeah. has enriched himself and made himself very wealthy, like Pelosi and Schumer and all of them, and Democrats and Republicans too. This is the part that need the Americans need to people need to stand up and say, this needs to stop. Mm-hmm. Get it, go into office, serve pub, the public for eight years, and get out like George Washington did. You know, don't stay there your entire life and enrich yourself. Get out, go back into business, do something productive for the American people. I mean, George Washington went back and made whiskey, okay? And he made himself wealthy in private enterprise, not pretending to be for the people and then betraying them. That's what's going on. You lose contact. You lose touch with the reality, I think, if you're just in politics. Yeah, I think another betrayal... there's a new new documentary coming out called Watch the Water that uh, oh, oh that interviews Dr. Artis, who um, has been a leading source of information on on COVID and uh, where it's come from and also in the vaccine and his study on remdesivir. And that I don't know if... me out. I couldn't stop thinking about it all day after oh. seeing that. I, I, I saw it. What, Tell us about what, what struck you, Ron. Oh. Well, what what he found was that all the symptoms that were deadly symptoms with COVID are the exact symptoms you find when you get bit by a like a rattlesnake or a viper or a, a cobra. Well, specifically a cobra and a crate snake. Yeah, crate snake, uh, which is a viper, another name for viper, viper a okay. Chinese crate snake. Yeah, and um, so that was like okay, that's weird. You know, it's just kind of wacky. But then all of a sudden you start finding all these research facilities with COVID. And they're all saying the same thing. And then they're taking blood from people that died with COVID. And they're saying, and I can't remember the word. It starts with a P. It's, it's snake pep. It's not a pathogen, but snake. Uh, the antivenom? Yeah, but no, no, the thing that's in you. Well, anyway, okay. I was going to wait, save it for next week. So but- monoclonal antibodies, whereas where they get, they have a horse get bit by a serpent, and then they take the blood from the horse and the monoclonal antibodies that give the humans and actually stops them from dying from a snake bite. Yes. And it's also the same thing that stops you from dying from COVID-19. COVID-19. And the other things that have been used successfully to stop you from dying from a snake bite, hydrochloroquine, ivermectin, zinc, and all of these things that are quercetin, part of... Quercetin, vitamin C. Quercetin, quercetin, vitamin C. These are the things I've been taking for Copper. the last year. Budesonide. Budesonide. Nebulized. And then uh, corticosteroids. So all the, sim- all the things that cure yeah. COVID-19 are used for snake bites. So then what did he do? He started researching because a doctor had sent him a text message and it said, if you got bit by a snake, wouldn't you take a anti-venom? Yeah. And then he like, started, why, would he, send why would he send me that? So he starts researching and he finds out that there were studies done in Wuhan, studies done in France and in one other country where the, they figured out that the actual genetic makeup of the Wuhan disease is from a serpent, not from a bat. That's right. They had uh, three possibilities. One was a bat, a serpent, and a... Pe- uh, a, a penguin. A pe- <laughs> pen- penguin? What penguin or something like that, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like and, a little... But the, the serpent was I the like top penguin, one. Though. It, I know, that's what I thought <laughs> when I first heard But the, the, the snake was the top one. Yeah. And somehow the bat soup won out, you know? Yeah. Well, actually, the guy, uh, was it, Bing Li- Louie? Oh, uh, yeah. L-U-I. You know, he, he, he found that connection. He was ready mm-hmm. to bust it, and he, and he got, got shot killed. ten times. He got yeah. shot killed. Yeah, he was Seven in, he was, in the chest, three murdered. in the head. And he was going to release this information. He was a the Chinese beginning. guy. Chinese uh, scientist. Yeah, good man. Uh, you know, trying to expose the truth. There are good people everywhere. Yeah, somebody else got bit by a viper. So, you know, we don't want to we don't want to be fear mongers. And so we've got a God who does heal. Yes. And remember the the story in the Book of Acts that uh, Paul was gathering wood and he got uh, he got bit. bit by a viper and he shook it off in the fire and they kept looking at him, waiting for him to, to drop. Die dead yeah that's right and, and that's the god we serve right the god we serve says you will be bit by so you can pick up serpents and be bit and you will not die you'll drink deadly poison you will not die that's the end of mark that's right. so we believe that god is bigger than whatever you're facing that you don't need to give into fear and i actually we actually it's been proven that it, it, fear it, it, it 
actually damages your immune system. So don't give in to fear. And no. let's say we have a call. So we have five minutes left. Let's take this call. Okay. Go for it. Uh, we got one more call. Let me set that up real quick. Um, we don't uh, Herb. Herb. Herb, you're on the air. Welcome, Herb. Hello, people. Uh, I really love your program. You've got some really good points of view, and uh, and you handled that guy um, who was calling you names uh, with um, grace and fairness. Oh, we love them all. Yep. Thank you. Thanks, Herb. Uh, Thank you, Herb. Uh, I think the, a the animal was the pangolin. Yeah, the yes. pangolin. Thank you. Thank you, Herb. <laughs> You're on top of it. You, you, did you uh, watch that at all? Uh, um. Pardon? Did you watch that movie, Watch the Water, or you just happened to know that? I, I... Uh, no, I, uh, that was back in uh, spring of 2020. Oh, you're <laughs> yeah. on top of I it. I was an yeah. animal science major, and I have no idea what a pangolin is. <laughs> what is a pangolin? Neither do I, but... Um, <laughs> Go for it. What's your, what do you want to say? I'm, I don't call myself a Christian, but I, um, I follow the ways of Jesus as much as I can, you know. He said, a new law I give you to love each other. And for me, that pretty much says it all, because if we don't love and, and love God, because uh, without love, there is nothing. Uh, and uh, you guys really bring that out, and uh, I appreciate that. Thank you, Herb. Thank you, Herb. Yeah. Well, you know, that I think you, you can't go wrong with Jesus, you know. Jesus, uh, I've heard, is Jesus' perfect doctrine. You know, you Remember can have all these. Yeah, go on. The, Do the Doobie Brothers? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus is just all right, right with that's me. That's right. Jesus is just, just all right with me. <laughs> oh, okay, no, we're now have you started. <laughs> yes. All right, Herb. Well, I Thanks appreciate the call. Thanks a Thanks lot. Thanks for the call. Yeah, you know, what, you, what Herb said, you know, you can't go wrong with Jesus. And he said, it's the greatest command. And Jesus said, you know, they came to him and said, Jesus, what's the greatest command? He said, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you, it, it, the, all the law and the prophets are summarized in those two things. So if we could just love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, make him Lord of our lives, and love our neighbor as ourselves, we're fulfilling the law of God. Absolutely. It's powerful. You know, I, I do take comfort. I know that we had a lot of uh, Debbie Downers tonight, you know. Mm -hmm. This is betrayal. This is betrayal. God will not betray us, you know. And even yeah. the story when we talked about Jesus dying and stuff. And, and maybe for some people, mm -hmm. they don't even believe the story. But it did happen. I mean, if you look at history, you have a, a Roman historians, you have Jewish historians, and you have Christian historians, all three uh, confirming that there was a man named Christ, Christos, or Jesus, or Yeshua. And he did exist, and he had followers. And, you know, people have tried to say that uh, he didn't really die. And it's like, well, he was crucified by Romans, okay? And he was, you know, and he, he was found dead, uh, stabbed in the side. There obviously was some evidence. Uh, Romans know how to execute. It's kind yeah. of what they do for a living. They you know, know how to some kill of people. Do. Yeah, and, and so some people thought, hey, they, they hallucinated. But you can't have a group hallucination. So if they all saw him at the same time, it's not going to happen that way, you know? And, and what are some of the other arguments that... Uh, well, I mean, I, I think that... You, you see that Jesus was the greatest force on the planet for good that we've ever seen. So you also see it in the power um, of what we've seen take place. Now, people have hijacked Jesus and tried to mean, you know, Christianity, but this is the key. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He said this, no man, no man comes to the Father but by me. He said that indeed you will die in your sin if you do not believe I'm the one I claim to be. You will indeed die in your sin. So we want to encourage you this holy week, consider Jesus, read the story. Absolutely. Because he loves you and he died for you and he resurrected. And we're going to celebrate that on Sunday. That's right. Regard he wins. He wins. He wins. Regardless of how, what, Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday, we know Jesus was crucified, dead, buried, and resurrected, and he changed this the world. That's right. The Bear Radio on KSCO, 1080 on yeah. AM dial. God bless y'all. Oh.